Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Hey y'all, come on y'all. Like David, yes. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Comes upon my heart. I will... Thank you, Father. 
argument when it's hard. Can I tell you something? I have had from last November, I was telling one of my very good friend, friends this, I, since the last November, like hell has just come. Like hell has been so present. Like my God, there has been like, just been, there's been car accidents in my family. Not major car accidents, like car accidents, like crazy stuff. This started like last November. Then in December, the day before my birthday, my aunt died. This is the second aunt I had lost. This was the fifth or sixth death in our family in the last four or five years, like seven years. Like it just was crazy. Then like sickness, like it was just my friends, two of my best friends in the world got COVID. Like it just was a, it's been a journey. Like it was a journey. But can I tell you I'm so full of joy? Like, can I tell you, despite the circumstance, and not happiness, because happiness is predicated on things. I was recognizing and realizing, I was like, Lord, I've really been caught up in your grace. Like, I've really been caught up in your grace. Like, I really know what it's now. Like, that the grace sustains you, that you don't even recognize all the hell that you've been through until like the, that it's at the end, that it's over, like at the over. That's what it's looked like when you when you're caught up in the grace, when his grace sustains you. You won't even recognize all the hell. Don't mean the pressure ain't there. Don't mean you ain't going to want to cry. Don't mean you ain't overwhelming. But because he's alive, a peaceful God, an amazing God, um, a wonderful God, and if you really tap into the volume of who God is, you'll feel his strength, you'll feel his power, you'll experience joy in circumstances and situations that you should not even been experiencing joy. I had to pause and be like, I have been through pure hell <laughs> since last November. Like, oh my God. But his grace sustained, his grace kept his grace strengthened but this was also the last year or so that i really learned how to tap into his grace not others not um seeking other things to fulfill me but i really learned this last year to tap into the grace to pull on the grace and sustain and i'm sharing this with you because the same god that has gotten me through is the same god that is going to get you through you just got to learn how to tap into the grace of god and it's so beautiful like it's so beautiful it's not it's, it's not a and if anybody knows me i quote god i love god but i ain't all the like i i all the all the whatever stuff that's charged up that makes us sound super spiritual, I, that's just not my language, right? Because I believe we're supposed to talk how we talk, right? So God is so dope. <laughs> like God has been so good. God, you did that. Like that's, that's, that's just how he is. He's so amazing. He will strengthen you in your journey. He will give you absolutely everything you need. He will supply all your needs. Oh my God, I feel like it's testimony time. Like even with the boys, that we ended football season and we had two injuries at the beginning of football season like two major injuries that i thought was going to end in surgery and shut down football season guess what it didn't neither one of them had to have surgery um both of them are walking in the healing of the lord but can i tell you something we traveled absolutely everywhere can i tell you god provided every trip liberally we have been to mississippi we have been to like i was i was reverencing god for his goodness and greatness in every season i'm like oh 
my, like, oh my God, like, oh my God, you took care of us this year. I, I didn't have that the year before. Like, I would just really have, like, you took care of us. Your promises are so faithful. You've provided every last one of these. You took care of football. Like, that's how good. You need to pause for just a second and reverence God and thank God for his faithfulness. We are almost about to close this year out. Just this morning, Lord God, thank you for your faithfulness. And then I'm going to get into the word today. Just start thanking him. Lord God, thank you for your faithfulness. My God, and because you don't see somebody struggle, don't mean that they ain't struggling. It's just when the glory and grace is there, you learn to struggle differently. Woo! When the, when, the, when the glorious grace is there, you learn to struggle differently. And I made a decision. I made a decision. It's a decision. I had to make a decision. That struggle was not going to be my story. Like I told y'all, for some reason we have been so saturated in, oh, you know, I'm going through. Forget the going through. Forget the going through. Fight for the victory. Make war against the circumstance and the situation. Put the word of God in your mouth. Tap into God in new levels. Thank you. Stop thinking you experience all of God. Oh, my God. Let me say that one more time. Stop thinking you experience all of God. Ask God, I want to experience more of you. Show me how to trust you at new levels. Oh, my God. Julia, it does. Like, I've never experienced his grace like this before. Like, I've never experienced the grace of God like this before. It just, it felt different. Like, they that wait upon Isaiah 40. Ooh, I can read it to them. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 40. Oh, my God. Isaiah 40 and 28. I love God because he just demonstrates who his power is in here. And it made me also recognize that I was not tapping into the grace before. I was not positioning myself really to tap into the grace. I wasn't... Because when revelation is there, you walk in it. You become a doer of the word. You find your strength in him. You find purpose in him. You fall in love with him. Like it's so, it's so different, right? And taking ownership for my own behavior, right? So let me, Isaiah 40. Uh, thank you, Lord, for this. This morning, I love you. <laughs> no, I love you. Uh, let me start at the 21st verse. This is the message version. It says, so who is like me? <laughs> God's so boss. God's so boss. That's why I know when we talk all this other crazy stuff, God is God so boss. Who is like me? <laughs> who is like me? <laughs> this is God. This is God talking. So who like me? <laughs> Put that in the comments today. So who is like God? Come on, y'all. Put that in the comments today. So who is like God? That's what God said. God said, so who is like me? <laughs> Come on. So who is like God? My God. Put that in a, who is, who is God? Like, who is like God? Leticia, thank you for sending stars today. So who is like God? Like, who is like God? This was, this guy said, so who is like me? <laughs> Pause. Who is like you? Think for a second. Is your husband like you? Oh, come on now. Is your boss like God? Come on now. So it's like, are your children like God? Think about all the idols and the things that we've placed. Who is, this is God. God is like, so who is like me? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you for bringing us to a remembrance of who is like, so who is like God? 
to me. Ooh, who is like God? Come on now. So who is like him? Pause for a second. Because we'll give voice and victory and celebration. Oh, my God. And gratitude and thankfulness to other people, to other things, to ourselves. And we really won't give God that glory. We really won't give God the shout out like he deserves. So he says, so who is like God? My God. Then he said, who holds a candle to me? Who holds a candle to me? He said, who's like me? Who holds a candle like, like me? He says, look at the night skies. Who do you think made all this? Oh, God. We want to pause this morning and reverence your glory. He said, look at the stars in the sky. Come on. Look at the stars in the sky. Pause for a second. Even if you can't think, if you can't see them. Pause and think about every star in the sky. He says, who do you think made all this? Who do you think hung the sun? Who do you think hung them? Who do you think blew breath into your body? Who do you think rescued you? Who do you think saved you? Who is like God? Who do you think been paying your bills? Come on, y'all. It ain't your check. It ain't, it ain't like UMS, H&R Block. It ain't the state of Arkansas. They just a come do it. They under the pressure of God to operate so you can operate in the will of your life. Let me say that again so I can tear down the stronghold in your mind so you don't hold your work institute higher than God. They are just operating under the pressure of God so that you can fulfill God's will in your life. So you can be in your proper place and your proper position in kingdom. That's why your job pays you. You, don't, you are not beholding to the Pentagon. You are not beholding to the federal government. You are not beholding. That is not who you owe your life to. Woo! Jesus. That is not who you owe. Y'all got me crossing my legs. That means it's getting good. That is not who you hold your life to. That is not. They are under the pressure of God. They are under the favor of God to do exactly what they're supposed to do. It's not about your gifts. It's not about your skill set. It's about because this is what God's will is for your life. <laughs> Come on now. So he said, so who is like me? Ooh, who is, who holds a candle to me? Look at the night skies. Oh my God. Who do you think made all this? Who marches the army of stars out each night? Counts them off. Calls each by name so magnificently and so powerful and never overlooks a single one. God never overlooks one of his children. Oh, my God. I, if I were you, I would speak that over my life. God will never overlook me. Ooh, come on now. God will never overlook me. When the devil is trying to lie to you and tell you that God will overlook you, God will never overlook you, Jericho. God will never overlook you, Vanessa. God will never overlook you, Jeanette. God will never overlook you, Kirby. God will never overlook you, Sierra. God will never overlook you, DeShannon. God will never overlook you, Shonda. God will never overlook you, Sharice. God will never overlook you. You got to start getting a mentality that God will never overlook me. God will never overlook Julia. If he didn't overlook the stars, God is never going to overlook you. My God. God is never going to forget about you. God 
is never going to forsake you. God is never going to leave you because that's his word. And then guess what? God is not going to overlook your children. Well, I've done so bad. They've done so wrong. No, you got to get the position in your head, Kedra, that God will never overlook you. Child, God will never overlook your sons. You got to have a position. God, if he didn't overlook the stars, baby, he's not getting ready to overlook you. He's not getting ready to forget about you. He's not getting ready to skip over you. He's not going to not provide for you. He's not going to not protect you. God will never overlook you, Monique. God will never overlook you. Kim Yala, he just won't. He's not that kind of God. He's not an irresponsible God. If God overlooks you, he will be irresponsible, Kelly. Oh my God. The problem is, can I tell you, it's a lot of times we are out of alignment and we are tapping into the wrong source or we have our affection set on the wrong source. We'll become a slave to our jobs when our faithfulness is to be to God. Colossians 3 and 23, we will become a slave to our families when our faithfulness is to be to God. We will become a slave to our children when our faithfulness is to be to God. And that is an idol. That is an idol. That's an idol. You know, my Lord, thank you for tearing down every stronghold and every idol and every altar that we have built. We thank you, Father God, and set you in your high place. He said, who marches this army of stars out each night? Counts them out. Calls each by name. So magnificent, so powerful, and never overlooks a single one. Next verse. <laughs> Why would you ever complain? Woo! Lord God, forgive us for complaining. Why would you ever complain? Remember we did something a few days ago. Signs I'm complaining. Lord, show me if I've been complaining. Why would you ever complain when, the, when God never overlooks you? Why would you ever complain when God never forsakes you? Why would you ever complain when God never forgets about you? Why would you ever complain? He's not forgot about your sons. He's not forgot about your daughters. He's not forgot about what you've been praying. He's not forgot about what you've been saying. He's not forgot about what you've been declaring. Why would you ever complain? My God, your mouth is not supposed to have bitter and sweet waters. Your mouth should be a praise unto the Lord. He says, why would you ever complain or whine? <laughs> Stop all that whining. Lord, we're going to stop. Well, I ain't heard from the Lord. I ain't seen the Lord. The Lord ain't moving in my life. The Lord moving in everybody else's life. Look like the Lord remember everybody but me. But I'm going to stay faithful. That is whining. <laughs> That is why. Looking like I'm driving the same car. Everybody else getting new cars. That is whining. Why are you whining and complaining when the Lord God said He'll never overlook you? The Word of God says He'll never leave you. He'll never. He'll never forsake you. It don't mean that the situation ain't real. It don't mean that the situation ain't hard. But you have to have an attitude. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will forever be in my mouth. I am not going to charge God. I'm not going to complain. Why ain't married yet? Why ain't everybody else get married? Everybody get complaining. Come on now. Complaining. My complaining. This is what he said here. He said, he says, why would you ever complain? Why would you ever whine? He says, why would you ever think? See, this is what Israel was saying. God has lost track of me. 
He doesn't care what happens to me. Don't you know anything? This is the response. This is what God says in response to your complaints. Don't you know anything? Ooh! Why would you complain when the God of the God of all gods, when the only supreme God, when the God why would you complain about not enough money? My God, Lord, give me some more money. It's that simple. It's that simple. Especially when you've been faithful with what God has given you. Lord, give me some more money. I need more money so I can do your will. Come on now. Why would you be complaining about your children when these are the children that the Lord gave to you? Lord, straighten my children out. It's really that simple. Why? Because he said, be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication. Come on, y'all. Philippians 4 and 6. Be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication. Make my request known before God. And with thanksgiving, don't worry about your life. Jesus said it in Matthew. Stop worrying about your life. Stop. I got your life. Woo! Say God has my life. You got to gain strength in the word. You got to gain strength in his power. You got to gain strength in the fact that he is still God. My God. He says, don't you know anything? <laughs> Been quoting the word. Been, oh, bless the Lord, you know, I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, but not walking in no power. <laughs> I'm sorry. I went, no, I meant to say it. But, but lost track of who God is. <laughs> My God, sealed to the day of redemption. But murmuring and whining and complaining is a sign that you don't believe. I'm sorry, we got to put it all out there. When I murmur, when I whine and complain, it's a sign that I do not believe. Oh my God. He says, why would you ever complain or whine? God has lost track of me. God doesn't care about me. Don't you know anything? Have you not been listening? Lord God, let us be more quiet so that we can hear and listen to your instructions. This is what he says. He says, God doesn't come and go. I love God. God does not come and go. God does not come and go. God is not inconsistent. God does not, well, you know, I just don't, I just don't feel God. Stop trying to feel God and walk in faith in his word. That's the trap. That's the trick of the devil. That's the trick of the enemy. That's the lies. You, he wants, see, he likes for us to be all super naturally feeling, emotionally, trying to discern God. Where when, when the spirit of God is moving, when God is talking, his voice is quiet and still. Well, I don't hear God because you ain't quiet enough. Well, I don't hear God because you ain't. You ain't still enough. You too busy. You moving around. You still trying to seek him in other places. And God is like, no, I want to strengthen you to your core. But that's in your personal relationship with me. And your personal relationship with me ain't 15 minutes of devotion. You walk with God. Say, I got to walk with God. You got to stop trying to feel God. My God. God said in his word, I don't come and go. Make a resolve. Put it in your notes today. You know what? I'm resolved today that God does not come and go. God does not come and go. Put it in the, you know what? God does not come and go. God does not come and go. He is not that kind of God. He is not here today 
and gone tomorrow. God is with you always. Oh my God. Let us practice to stay in the presence of God. It doesn't matter the circumstance. It doesn't matter the situation. Persecution is going to come. Those things are going to happen. But God is with you always. So it says God doesn't come and go. God lasts. Come on, y'all. God lasts. <laughs> God lasts. God lasts. Come on, y'all. Isaiah 9 and 6. For unto us a child is born. It's Christmas. And we don't even realize how God lasts. Like, we celebrate, oh, it's Christmas, the birth of Jesus. Well, let me tell you what that means. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. It's Isaiah 9 and 6. And the government... So why would I be worried about, come on now, why would I be worried about the government when it says in the word that the government shall be on his shoulder? Why would I spend any time giving voice to the government when it says the government shall, it says, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Come on now. The government is on his shoulder. Why am I going to spend any time putting emphasis? Why am I even going to look for a government to take care of me? And if he applies pressure on the government to provide for me, that's all good. But I know at the end of the day, if the government fails, God lasts. <laughs> if the government fails, child God laughs. If the economy sinks, God laughs. If, if it don't work out, God laughs. If the job ends, God laughs. If the man walks out, God laughs. If the children don't ever speak to you again, God laughs. If the death occurs, God laughs. If the birth occurs, God laughs. I know at the end of the day that God laughs. L-A-S-T-S. God laughs. Period. <laughs> Period. Signed, sealed, and delivered. If it ain't working out, I know at the end of the day, God lasts. He is the beginning. He is the end. He lasts. He does not tap out. He is not a weak God. Oh my God. He is an everlasting Father. He owns a cattle. He owns the cattle. He owns the land. He owns the money. He owns the resources. He owns the money. So it says, this is it. It says, God lasts. He's creator of all you can see or imagine. Juanita, all that you can imagine. You got to get your imagination back, Juanita. You got to start dreaming of all the properties again, Juanita. You got to start tapping in and seeing the bigger vision, Juanita. You got to get your imagination back. Your imagine. He's off. If the scripture says that you can, he's creator of all you can see or imagine. I got to get out the past and I got to start imagining again, Shonda. I got to start seeing the house. I got to start seeing the vision. I got to start dreaming again. Why? Because God laughs. I, I got to start seeing the bigger vision. Let me tell you, let me tell you what Judah told me. <laughs> we had a, we were on, and the Spirit of the Lord was in the church. My baby was on the floor <laughs> before the Lord. Spirit of the Lord just took over the church Sunday. That just I took on the church Sunday. Get up, get in, get in up, get in the car. We driving home. Judah said, "Mama, when I was down on the floor, I was seeing your buildings. 
He said, you ain't thinking big enough. <laughs> and you thinking, and your buildings are just not here in Little Rock, Arkansas. He said, I saw your buildings. He said, they're huge. The buildings that God is going to give you for minutes, you're not thinking big enough. You're not imagining big enough. You're not seeing big enough. You're, you got buildings, and they're buildings, mama. Your buildings are bigger than you imagine. You're thinking too small, mama. <laughs> He's creator, I'm going to say it again, of all you can see or you can imagine. He says, not, is it bigger than you imagine? You got to start imagining. Stop getting stuck and comfortable. Stop getting stuck and comfortable. Stop getting stuck and comfortable. Just because you see a little bit. Stop getting stuck and comfortable. Ask God. God, give me your imagination for this. Imagination produces an opportunity for you to pursue God. You should be imagining in every area of your life. Think bigger. See bigger. Imagine bigger. Stop saying, well, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with this. You're not good with this. You want to stop. Can I tell you something? Ooh, you, we've been spending too much time asking questions. When God is, and it's fine to ask questions, but this part of the journey got to be lived by faith. Instead of asking him questions, how about we start saying, Lord, let your will be done in my life. <laughs> For real. For real, Cherise. Lord, let your, don't matter how big you get, let your will be done in my life. For real. Let, for real. Open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. For real. Do it global. For real. Do it however, yeah, blow my mind. For real. Do, do, let me take the limitations off of you. Let me get out the box. For real. How about we ask him, Lord, let your will be done in my life. For real. <laughs> like for real. Oh, Lord, how is this going to happen? Lord, um, when is this going to... Lord, I don't understand how this is going to take place. Now, I don't need to understand how it's going to take place. I need to be like Abraham was in Genesis 15 when the Lord said, Come go with me and I'm going to take you to all the places you need to know. Can I tell you something that God shared with me yesterday? After yesterday's devo devotional, you will experience... I'm speaking by the Lord. Word of God. You will experience multiple shifts. A shift does not happen one time. Like the Lord just started talking to me. You will experience most, multiple shifts. Multiple times in your life. Every time the God is trying to lead you into a new direction. He's going he's gonna to open up the opportunity for you to shift. Right? What's a shift? Oh my God, you let us right on through this door. What's a shift, right? What's a shift? That's why we needed to go back to the devotional. Oh my God, what's a shift? We ain't talking about a shift like your shift you work. Oh my God, what's a shift? When we shift, right, it's a move that causes us to move from one place to another, especially even over a small distance. When we shift, we move. When we shift, we carry as well. <laughs> when the Lord causes us to shift, we're not just moving. You're carrying whatever's in you. Woo! 
that has to go to the next level. Now shift over to, shift over to John 15. I hear you, Holy Spirit. When the word of the Lord says, abide in me, abide in you, I'm going to prune you. In the phases where you're not shifting, I hear you, Lord, you're abiding. When you're not shifting, you're abiding. And when you're abiding, what God is doing is pruning. He's removing everything from you that is not like him, that cannot be carried to the next position, to the next place, to the next job, to the next relationship. Remember, you grow from grace to grace and glory to glory. Come on now, this is the word of the Lord. I'm just speaking the word over you. So when you're caught in, when you're not shifting, you're abiding. Say that again. When you're not shifting, you're abiding. When you're abiding, God is still sustaining and God is pruning. He has to prune you so that you, you, you bloom more, so that you blossom more. So you have to subject yourself to the pruning. Often we don't want to subject, subject ourselves to the pruning because pruning is faithful. God is still faithful in pruning, right? But there's also an anointing, a grace strategies, wisdom, and knowledge that's being placed inside of you while you're being pruning so you can bear more fruit. So more of the Holy Spirit, more peace, more love, more joy, more patience, more goodness, more self-control can be deposited in you. Because when you shift, you don't only move, you carry. Ooh, that's prophetic. Now give me, let me give it to you again. Let me give you a little bit more. So when you shift, you don't only move, you also carry. Well, not only do you carry, but you transfer. So you're shifting. You're going to move. You're going to make a move. But you're also going to carry. So, so if you're not shifting yet, stay still and abide so that he can prune you. Right? So when you shift, right, you move, you carry. You carry a certain dispensation of grace for your next assignment. Ha, ha. Hold, hold on. All the grace you need for the assignment will be there. Some of it will be developed when you get there. So stop looking for all the answers on the forefront. You're not going to have all the answers. Some of it will not be revealed until you're put in the position in place for it to be revealed. Because it's for this position. It's for this time. It's for this place. Some of, some of you are not going to know you're a good wife till you become a wife. Some of you are not going to know you're a good husband till you become. So you shift, you move, you carry. And then once you get in position, there's going to be a transfer. I got to go. That's it. There's so much more there. There's going to be a transfer. You're going to transfer whatever gift is inside of you to that position, to that place. Woo! My God. It's going to be a series of transfers. It's going to be a series of exchanges. You're going to be downloaded into, by the Holy Spirit, everything you need for the new position. Everything that you need for the new place. Everything. And then what's inside of you, what you carried, right, to the new place. My God, it's going to be deposited in that place. That's why Colossians 3 and 23, you got to make sure everything that you do, you do unto the Lord. Right? And not unto man. Because if you do it unto man, what will happen is you'll stop the flow. You'll pause the flow. Every time somebody get mad, every time somebody do something you don't like, you'll pause the flow. The reason you'll pause the flow is because you're looking for approval and highlights and high fives 
from man. Man could never ever give you what God can give you. Man will never give you the satisfaction of what God can give you. So once in position and in place, in the shift, there'll be a transfer. You'll transfer what's been deposited out of you in there. Come on now. And then what, what needs to be transferred into you so that you can grow, so that you can mature, so that you can develop will be deposited as well. It's levels to this. Somebody say it's levels to this. It's levels. Don't know, don't make nobody, don't let nobody make you think in your sign and in your positioning. It just all well, I became an instant. No, I didn't become an instant. I, this was a process. Why? Because I move, I carry, and I transfer. Let me read you the end of this. It says, he's creator of all you can see or imagine. Right? Go back to God. Go back. We're still in Isaiah. God is creator of all you can see or imagine. God does not get tired out. God does not pause his breath. <laughs> that is not the, he does not get tired out. He does not run out of resources. Stop hating on people when they get blessed. Can I tell you something? If every last one of us on this devotional this morning will really begin to pray the blessing on others, we will blow kingdom's mind. If we were really, stop hating when folks get blessed. At, bless them, Lord. Sonia, bless Sonia. Elevate her, increase her. He does not run out. It is a scarcity mentality. When you think somebody else is receiving a blessing that you won't get your, your blessing ain't got nothing to do with mine. <laughs> your, your blessing ain't got nothing to do with mine. It, God does not run out. What God got for me ain't got nothing to do with you. God ain't ran out of man. Stop hating on people when they get engaged and marry. There's a man for you. <laughs> that wasn't your man. This wasn't your time. Whatever it is, God ain't scarce. He can make a man for you. He made Adam. Blue breath in his body. He made Eve. That's the kind of God we start to serve. Stop seeing him limitless. God ain't ran out of promotions. Everybody else getting promoted, but he ain't ran out of promotions. He ain't ran out of cars. He ain't ran out of houses. God does not run out. God laughs. God does not get tired. You ought to be, every time you see somebody, Lord, bless them. Lord, blow LMJ. Stop wearing Blow LMJ's mind. Blow her mind. Can you imagine if everybody on here was praying the same thing for this ministry? The buildings would fly up. <laughs> and got in position. Not just praying when the Lord told you to get in position. Got in position. Same thing for me for your life. If I respond to the blessing and believe God to bless you. Come on now. My God, then guess what's going to happen? He's going to move and start blessing you. Right? That's the faithfulness of God. He says, he doesn't get tired out, doesn't pause to catch his breath, and he knows everything inside and out. God knows everything inside and out. He energizes those who get tired. When you in your journey and your race, I'm just so tired, I'm so tired, because you ain't tapping into the power of God. Can, can I, he ain't tapping into the power of God. You got to tap into, when I'm running out of energy, you got to tap People would tell you, I move like the Energizer Bunny. I just keep going and going. Everybody like, you're not tired. I really don't get, like, when I have to take breaks, it's because I know I need rest. I'm never exhausted when I teach the Word of God because that's what I called to do. 
So I'm never exhausted when I teach the word of God. Why? It's not me. It's him. He's energizing me. I'm I, I, I ministered last night to 50, 60, 70 youth. I'm teaching this morning. I'm teaching tonight. I got pillow talk Saturday. I'm teaching on Sunday. What are you doing, Ellen J? That's the mantle and the requirement on my life. And then I'm going to pause and I'm going to sleep and I'm going to eat well and I'm going to go to bed. But I don't, I don't be like, oh my gosh, Saturday's coming. I'm like, oh my God, Saturday's coming. Why? Because in his word, he said, I'm going to energize you. I'm going to preach seven times this week. But guess what? He's going to give me all the energy I need. Why? Because he said it in his word. He energizes those who's tired. Gives fresh strength when you feel like you're about to drop out. Woo! My God. That's why we got to be careful with self-care. Because self-care will teach us to get what we need in other things. No. You need to tap into the power of God. You need to plug back into your source. You're not, you're not plugged into your source. You got to plug back into your source. I I have to, can I tell you something for real? Like, not I, I walk around with an energizer pack. I walk around with a backup battery. Judah asked me the other day, he said, how many Bibles you got? Six, seven Bibles. Why? Because I walk around with an energizer pack. I walk around with an energizer battery because this is the work of the Lord for my life. I know the requirement of my life. Will it always be like this? I don't know. But this is in a season. So I am constantly throughout the day. Not hyped messages. I am straight word in my spirit all day long. All day long. Why? Because I got to stay plugged in. He says, for even, he says, for even young people tire and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But those who wait upon the Lord get fresh strength. <laughs> yep, you could take a break. Yep, you could take a vacation. But when you come back, the reality of what you still live in is still here. Your fresh strength comes from the Lord. You got to stay plugged in. You got to stay tapped in. He says, but those who wait upon God going to get a fresh strength. They spread their wings. They soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. Ask God, give me a fresh strength. I need a fresh strength. I need a fresh strength. Ask him for that this morning. Lord, I need a fresh strength. Don't be sitting over there tired and worn out and overwhelmed. Lord, I need a fresh strength. Lord, I need a fresh strength. Lord, I need fresh strength. And guess what he'll do? He'll wake up. You'll wake up and you'll have a fresh strength. I ministered last night, got home, loved on my babies. That's why y'all see Josiah this morning because he was there. Judah was there. I ministered last night, woke up this morning. Guess what I had? A fresh strength. I can't wait till we get to Bible study tonight at 7 o'clock. Guess what I'm going to have? 
A fresh strength. Guess what I'm having on the devotional in the morning? A fresh strength. Guess what I'm having on Thursday? A fresh strength. Guess what I'm having on Friday? A fresh strength. Guess what I'm having on Saturday? A fresh strength. Guess what I'm having on Sunday? When I'm back at church being a children's and youth pastor. A fresh strength. Why? Because this is what God will give to you. He'll give you a fresh strength. God is not going to call you to something and stop being God. He's not. He's not. And then whatever's not of the Lord, right? Because we will get tired when we're in, involved in things that are not of the Lord. When I am tapped into things that are not of the Lord, guess what the Holy Spirit does? Taps me on the shoulder. This is not for you to do. I run hard in seasons, and then he'll relax me. Why? Because I'm going to move according to the Spirit of the Lord. Lord, give me a fresh strength. That's it. Lord, give me the grace I need. Lord, let me to tap let me tap into your power, your strength. My God, that's why I cannot wait to give Pillow Talk Saturday. Because I know all the women coming need a fresh strength. Y'all going to get a fresh strength. Saturday, online, don't you think because you online that it ain't going to be as powerful. Y'all going to get a fresh strength. A fresh wind going to blow on you Saturday. You're going to experience the power of God. You're going to be renewed in your faith. And you're going to be able to get up and soar. It is time for you to soar. Why? Because this is God's perfect will in your life. You need a fresh strength. Woo! Lord, give them a fresh strength. Tear down every stronghold in their mind that says that you are not real, that says that you are not faithful. Lord, let them experience your glory. Let them experience your power. Let them be overwhelmed in your goodness. My God, let them tap into the reserves. So that they can experience more of you today. Let them be shielded and protected. Let their mind be the mind of Christ. And let them be girded in truth. I drive out every spirit of darkness. And everything that has tried to come from their strength. I drive out every spirit of darkness. And everything that has tried to keep them from believing and trusting you. I declare over their lives today. That they will begin to trust you in new ways. And experience you in new ways. Let the mind, same mind that's in Christ Jesus be in them. Give them vigor. Give them strength. Let them experience you at new levels. Let them have profound revelation of your word. Let them be doers of the word and not just hearers of the word, Lord God. Open the eyes of their understanding to the hope of who you call them to be. Give them bold faith. Give them vigorous faith, Lord God. Let them live in all of you. Let them experience all of you. Descend. Descend and ascend, angels. Angels go before them. Angels encamped around their hospital rooms. Angels encamped by the God in their workplaces. Angels ministering songs of psalms over them. Let me, let me, let me share this with you. About being positioned in the right place. In Jesus name. Amen. And then we're going to get out of here. I was, um, I was at a leadership retreat. And I was at the leadership retreat. And I was just worshiping God. Like I'm just worshiping God. And the atmosphere was just primed for a miracle. And as I was worshiping God. I kept hearing a song over me. Like I thought. It sounded so real. Like I felt a presence over me and I kept hearing a song over me. And as I turned around, there was nobody behind me. 
the song of the Lord was being sung, like the presence of God was right over me and being sung over me. Like I felt, and after that, I felt the power of God in such a supernatural strength. But I had poured my heart out before God. I had brought him absolutely everything. I had brought him every pain. I had brought him everywhere. And then I felt like I had to turn around because I thought somebody was standing behind me. And this is not the first time I've felt the Lord singing songs. And that's in the scripture, the word over me. Same God I serve will do the same for you. You just got to tap in. You just got to plug into his power. And plug into his power. Plug into his power. And guess what? Stay in his prison and watch what God does for you. Woo! And when it's your time to relax, you'll be able to rise. Let me do our confession. Father God, I pray over every meeting, over every conversation and activity I engage in today. I pray that all my steps be ordered by you, that my heart and my mind always respond in obedience to your directions. I pray that I choose the way of righteousness when faced with, faced with many paths of judgment, that I will always fulfill your priorities and never allow my flesh to dictate my actions or attitudes. This day I do all things to the glory of God, and I am fruitful in every work. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. That is our confession today. Now, get a seed in your hand. Get an offering in your hand. If the Lord tells you to give today, give. Go over to the website. I just heard that in my spirit. Get an offering in your hand. If the Lord tells you to give, like if you was in church, if the Lord tells you to give, go over to the website. Give, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Get an offering in your hand. Give when the Lord tells you to give. Um, thank you, Lord, for the giving of your people. Bless the work of their hands and let them experience you in mighty ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, Lord, show me where to sow today. Show me where to sow today. Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. The next thing is, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, um, do me a favor. This is your moment. This is your hour. This is your time. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sin. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Woo! Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, please send us an email. Come on now. Send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to turn around and send you Bibles and devotionals and things that you can take with you on a daily basis. Why? Because that's how much we love you. That's how much we believe in you. And it will be my honor to disciple you. Make sure you share the video today. Somebody needs to hear an encouraging word from the Lord. Someone needs to know God is real. Someone needs to know that the Lord loves them. Someone needs to know that the Lord is with them. Someone needs to know that the Lord is thinking of him. Make sure you share the devil. If you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel, we are almost there, y'all. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tell your friends them, I need you to get hit the subscribe button. I need you to subscribe to this YouTube channel so that the technology can just be improved on YouTube. That's all we want to do. And you have to have a certain number on YouTube for you to use a certain technology. So go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure your friends and family say, hit, go sit to subscribe button. We're not going to spare them. Um, ladies, tonight, Bible study, 7 p.m. Can I tell you something? This will be our last 
Bible study of the year. This will be the last Bible study of the year. We will not be back on Bible study until the 1st of January. So do not miss this Bible study tonight. I expect to see the hand of God tonight. Tonight, tonight, this will be the last Bible study of the year. So make sure that you are in position tonight so that you can receive whatever word he has tonight. Whatever word he has tonight. Make sure you're in position at 7 o'clock because I know he's not going to leave us without a word. I know how he acts. He's not going to leave us without a word. He cuts up for us. He's intentional. If you want to experience Bible study and not on Facebook Live, you need to just send us an email and we'll send you the YouTube link. I love you. Have the best day of your life. Let me say it one more time. I love you. Have the best day of your life. Go be loved today. Let, let love be seen in you today. My God, I love you, Lord God. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. My God, I love you, 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 I love you. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. I see you back here in the morning. See some of y'all tonight at 7 o'clock. See you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.